Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Good to be with you again, Alan. Thanks for having me. Right, Dane, is there going to be any updates to the driving test uh, anytime soon? This is a question everyone's <coughs> wondering. Well, Alan, I've got good news and bad news. What would you like first? All right, being Monday, we'll go with the bad news and then we'll go for the good news, yeah. The bad news is the RSA suffer from a condition that your previous contributor um, alluded to called inertia. Hmm. So any changes that are there that might be well-intentioned generally tend to be left wither on the vine, for want of a better phrase. So while there is um, potential for change and there is change in the offing, the way the RSA operate and their inability to tackle vested interests like public sector unions means that any changes, while well, well-meaning, may take a long, long time to come to fruition. Which brings me to the good news, yeah. that there are some changes being proposed and one of those for the Irish driving test is when an instructor can sit in uh, during the driving test in the back seat and also be present for the feedback sec- section at the end of the driving test so that the instructor can assist with the free flow of information between the examiner and the learner. So the instructor's actually in the car when you're doing the test? That's a proposal, yeah. It already yeah. happens in England, but it's not um, currently... Um, allowed at the moment in Ireland but it is proposed for the future and also there's an independent driving section as well that hopefully will uh, come on board and that's where the learner driver during his or her driving test will be asked to follow the directions of a sat nav to get to a certain location and they will do that while showing good observation good position proper use of gears etc etc because these type of changes, such as the sat-nav or independent driving section, yeah. is kind of more reflective of modern driving and the way the roads Don't are Don't talk today. to me about I brought my daughter back to Dublin last night and the sat-nav decided to send me on a scenic route to Dublin where normally I end up in the motorway. I don't know where I ended up. I ended yeah. up down on, on the bridge somewhere. I, it was crazy stuff. Sometimes I <laughs> suffer the same thing, yeah, and I would get people who contact me on, the, on my live streams on YouTube or by email, whatever, uh, asking about this, the best way, the best sat-nav to have in Ireland, I normally just tell them Google Maps because although they do sometimes take you on a scenic route, they usually do get you to the right place eventually. But yeah, it can be it can be kind of a little bit disconcerting to see all these you know fields and trees outside when you're hoping to be in an urban area. Of some well, last sort. night I had hoped to be on the motorway, but I, I could have popped in to a football match or a rugby match in the Aviva Stadium because that's where it took me by. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, look, I don't want to digress too much. The, the delays for the driving test, then. What, what are causing the delays? A shortage of driving testers, um, an overhang from COVID, and they would be the two main things. Some uh, other things as well that cause delays, Alan, is something that people might not be very aware of, and that is learner drivers turning up for a test without all their documents in order, without a proper tax disc, insurance disc, without the NCT on the car. Some even forget to bring their learner permit. They're what I'd call um, technical things that shouldn't be happening, but they do happen because at the end of the day, we're, we're, we're just human. But the, the answer to your question is, there are huge delays in the driving test at the moment. I've heard up to five or six months here in Wexford, longer in some of the larger urban centres around the country like Dublin and Galway. And although the waiting times are not too bad in rural places like Monaghan and Donegal, yeah. at 
12 or 13 weeks in those places, it's only just about acceptable, yeah. And it's basically down to a short. And could somebody places. from Wexford apply to do the driving test in Donegal? Absolutely, yeah. Because yeah. one of the good things about the RSA and their evolution over the years is how they've improved the booking system. So you will have to, if you're doing a driving test, you have to apply on the My Road Safety online portal. And on that, you can manage all your driving test requirements. You can change your test centre. You can cancel your test, reschedule your test. Uh, it can all be done on the My Road Safety portal. So basically, the answer yeah. to your question is yes, you can apply to do your test in any part of Ireland, any part of the 26 counties, yeah. Um, is it a bit like the NCT as well, where you can actually go online and take a cancellation appointment? Can that be done with the driving test, to the best of your knowledge? Well, that's a very good question, Alan, and it's one of the changes that has happened recently. In years gone by, say, let's say, for example, four or five years ago, you would be you would have the option of going on a cancellation list and getting a test, potentially at short notice. That has been more or less done away with now. The only exception is... Uh, frontline healthcare workers like doctors, nurses, or people who are working in private hospitals. Um, you have the option of filling out an online form on the RSA website, the, the uh, My Road Safety online portal. Fill out that form. The RSA then will review the application and potentially give you a fast track test. Yeah. I would hear a lot from learners uh, who get in touch with me about the long waiting lists and they all, they always ask me the same questions then I need my full license because I'm going off to Canada or I have a job coming up in social care I need to get my full license what are my options the first thing I say to them is what the RSA would tell me if I asked them they would say the learner driver just has to check their my road safety portal wait for the wait for their invitation to do a driving test and they will eventually get to you in the queue but that's not much use to people yeah. other options include you could get in touch with your local td he or she might be able to get a bit of a push on it you could fill out the online form if you're a frontline healthcare worker and as a last resort you could potentially ring the rsa directly and say to them that you need your test in an emergency although they don't take calls anymore uh, they try and push it all online right. they will talk to you if you ring them but if you've booked it. in your test and you've been told May or June or July of this year that's it yeah, unless more, you, you, yeah. You take, yeah yeah more or less unless unless something happens that you maybe change your test centre because as you alluded to you can actually change your test centre um, unless you try and get it pushed by a local representative like a TD, you more or less have to wait for your invitation to come through, uh, and that's why you have to check your email. Huh. And I had a, I was giving driving lessons to a fellow there a few weeks ago, and he made the mistake of not checking his spam folder. So he actually got an invitation for his driving test, and yeah. because it accidentally ended up in his spam or trash folder, he actually missed the invitation for his driving test, and he ended up... Uh, being very upset, and it was just one of those things. So I would just encourage anybody. And how out there long? To I mean, how how soon was his test going to be if he had opened it, the spam one? Well, if he had opened it, it would have been about I think it was fifteen or sixteen weeks after he applied. This was kind of before COVID and mm. when things were not too bad, and then after COVID, there's still an overhang of uh, of waiting times, but with, with uh, in terms of doing the driving tests, unfortunately. But he got through it eventually. But he had to he had to enlist the help of James Brown to try and assist him in it because he was getting really frustrated and he was a delivery driver and he really needed this for work and it was a genuine case of uh, a mix yeah. up. And I just be warn people about that. Just watch out for your spam folder. You might accidentally have an invite for your driving test in there. So keep an eye on that. Let's look at the human element. For uh, we know the human element for people behind the wheel trying to get the driving test for for people like you in the industry how frustrating is it it is very frustrating because we want to help people achieve their driving goals we want to make the roads safer 
But unfortunately, it's hard to do that when you can't get people doing the test when they should be doing it. You know, I I always like to make the information freely available to people and to help them uh, become better and safer drivers. But unfortunately, as driving instructors, we don't get a lot of information from the RSA about what's happening, updated waiting times, when driving tests are scheduled and when they're not scheduled. So very often we're the last to know about things. I remember a couple of years ago you asked me to come in and comment on a certain law that was being brought in, I think it was by Shane Ross, over learners being penalised for using um, their parents' cars without yeah. permission or something like that. i be honest with you, the first I heard about that was when your researcher actually told, actually mentioned to me at 8 o'clock that morning. They always say, just, just don't tell us anything. And So the media of, found out before the yeah, people like yeah. you who are at the coalface of yeah. this. Yeah. And when you're talking about frustrations in the industry, I, like I, I'd be in touch with a lot of driving instructors around the country, and there is a deep sense of frustration out there, not just at the outdated driving test. I mean, the driving test is pretty much the same as it was during the pre-internet era. You know, we're still doing things that we were doing when Charlie Hawhey was Taoiseach in terms of driving tests. Um, lack of communication, no updated information. It's, it's amongst driving instructors anyway. There is a sense of frustration out there that we don't get proper information. But here's the thing that really takes the biscuit. When the RSA are looking for our registration fees every two years and they're looking to give us these check tests that day where some fella sits in the back with a clipboard, I can absolutely guarantee you, Alan, they will be completely on point and they will never be late about asking us for our registration fees and for us to be tested. Between no. you and Gerald Manley this morning, now you're, <laughs> I thought I was in for a quiet Monday morning, but two of you guys are after stirring the pot a good bit for me. Monday can, morning can, blues. Look, is the lack of action, do you think, by the people who, who, who need to make these changes, is it having a knock-on effect on, on road safety out there? Yes, I think it is, because I'm a big proponent of updating the driving test and bringing things in like parking, parallel parking, bay parking, an emergency stop. An eye, a basic eyesight test before your driving test. If we teach and encourage skills like parking and parallel parking, then I think there's only going to be a positive knock-on effect because we have a, a I would call it a disease in this country about people, uh, certain people um, with, with their, uh, I would say dodgy insurance claims um, to put it mildly. And I would say if we had a, um, a driving test system where we were putting parallel parking and bay parking at the forefront, that would encourage people to use observational skills and to improve their reversing skills. That could actually have an impact on cutting out all this soft tissue injuries and yeah. little tips from people reversing and then going to the district court and getting €25,000 for the troubles, you know? Okay. I think it's just one step along the way. I don't, I don't think it's like a one-size-fits-all, but another thing I'd love to see would be dash cams in cars, in all cars, to cut down on insurance fraud. But just in terms of the driving test, I would absolutely love to have driving tests recorded. I actually mentioned this to a driving test supervisor and he completely balked at the idea. He started quoting um, GDPR rules and all this kind of stuff. And th this is the kind of brick wall you're dealing with when you're trying to uh, get, get things through and you're dealing with public sector unions who are just completely averse to change. So I think dash cams would kind of cut out a lot of the nonsense. It would help streamline the information because um, very often a learner driver could make a mistake and they might not realise what the mistake is, but if it was on a dash cam, well then it can be reviewed and there, should be, and there could be no uh, issue once it's discussed afterwards. I have two questions to round off our conversation. We're speaking today in Thai, we're looking at the driving test system. Now, we're hearing lots of people talking about increases in electric cars. Um, how long will we be waiting until you can do your driving test in an electric car, Dan? Well, you can already do your driving test in an electric car as we speak today, Alan. 
I myself haven't given lessons in one. I haven't had someone for a test in one. I, I personally, I don't really do the driving lessons anymore anyway, but uh, you can do the driving test in an electric car, yes. It's, it's pretty much the same thing. The engine is a little bit different. There are certain different aspects to the engine, um, but other than that, in terms of um, observation and stuff, it's all the same. The majority of them, of course, are going to be, oh, sorry, they all will be automatic cars. So yeah. electric cars are automatic, and that's why you'll see an evolution of more and more automatic cars on the roads going forward. Final question. You've talked about the changes that you, you foresee coming down the line. You've been very critical about the fact that I think you used Charlie High when he was Taoiseach that the driving test hasn't changed. Is that true? Yep. I can tell you, Alan, I did my test in 1996 and 1997. And apart from some technical checks, like where the testers these days will ask you about yeah. how the wipers works and some parts of the engine, it is pretty much the same thing. You will be asked to do a turnabout in today's test, just like you were in the Charlie High era. You will be asked to do a turnabout, a hill start, and hand signals. Where Turnabouts you... in Charlie High now. There's a... <laughs> there you go, yeah. That's a, that's a very good uh, good link there, there, Alan. Fair play to you. I, I, I didn't make that link myself, but... Yeah. Yeah, you're, uh, yeah, and you're asked to do things like hand signals, like where you, you know, like stick your hand out to the right is to go right, and this up yeah. and down is to slow down. I mean, they're useful... You're still asked to do hand signals? Still in this day and age, yeah. Asked to do hand signals. But here's the crazy thing. If, you're, if your indicators aren't working, because your indicators are tested at the start of your driving test. So if your indicators are not working, your test will be cancelled anyway. But yet you'll still be asked to hand signals for use if your indicators are not working. It doesn't make any sense in this day and yeah. age. And it's badly in need of uh, of a review. The reverse around the corner, I'd often hear people complaining about that. Like, who really reverses around the corner in their daily lives in the real world? Nobody. The skill of reversing around the corner is a worthwhile skill. It's a yeah. good skill because it teaches you to multitask and look behind well, ha- and do Where things. I live, Dane, and I won't say where I live, half of Wexford reverses around the corner. Because yeah. where I live, it's bundles of states that I think every driver instructor in the country, never mind the county likes to use. I have to leave it, just you, you talked about the changes that that are possibly going to happen. In a nutshell, what changes are actually needed and needed immediately? I would say um, an emergency stop is needed where a, a, a learner driver is asked to stop a car quickly and decisively without locking the wheels. That's definitely um, needed. Parking has to come in. Parallel parking, parking on the left, parking on the right. That, I think, is absolutely crucial and as well as that, the driving instructor being allowed to sit in on the driving test both during the test and in the feedback section after the test to kind of massage the passage of information between the tester and the learner can only be a good thing because it can cut out any uncertainty um, that comes from the results of the driving test. Thanks, Dane. Your YouTube channel, how can people access it? Uh, they can just search Driving Test Ireland and I'll come up on top or just search my name Dane Ty into YouTube and you will have a whole host of free driving lesson videos there to help make you a better driver and eventually help you to pass your driving test. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.